All right, have a good morning. We are in the we are already in the middle of Pedic Lamid Bays. Bahashgacha Pratas, Pedic Lamid Bays is Pedic Lave. And the Altarebbe has a tremendous innovation, Chiddush, in the understanding and the application and the uh, realistic application of the mitzvah of Avas Yisrael. So just putting everything back in context. We learned about the, the super importance of being besimcha. And in that context, the Alter Rebbe spoke about the Jew that has timtum halev, that is somehow emotionally trapped in some sort of clogness, sadness, depression. And in a very rare, unusual circumstance, the way to go is to give oneself musr, self-musr, break yourself, shatter yourself even more, based on the teachings that Rashbi heard in Gan Eden by the Rav de Masifta, that Aha Deloy Mesalik that if there is a log, that's not catching fire. So you gotta splinter it. So sometimes when we don't feel where we're just emotionally dead, the solution is, is to completely break yourself down. And the Alter Rebbe gave all sorts of thoughts that normally we should not have. But these are thoughts in which we are giving ourselves musr to the point that we are completely humbled and broken. What the goal of this self-breaking is, God forbid, not to become a broken person. But when a person shatters one's own unholy self, and not unholy in a negative way, but we're, you know, we're not tzaddikim, we have an animal soul, we're caught up in certain parts of the world that have to be broken, then something emerges, something comes out. And that is that the neshama comes out. And the person comes back to life. And especially as we learned in Pedek Lamedalif, that there is a huge difference between depression, which is the absence of feeling, versus feeling pain. Feeling in pain for my spiritual state, feeling pain for my past mistakes. Pain is good. Pain means I'm feeling. And once I begin to feeling, my life comes back into me. And the more my neshama manifests, automatically the more simcha I will experience. Now there's a problem. The problem is, is that if I spend some time focusing about all of the reasons why I should be sad with myself or unhappy with myself, how do I just erase those thoughts? How do I just go back to my state of joy? And the answer is, is because we have two selves. We all have two selves. There is the, the lower self, the self connected to my body, the self connected to my animal soul. And indeed, they're flawed and they're not perfect and they're not holy and they're connected to klipa, etc. But we also always have a godly self, which is something that we should be extremely proud about <clears throat> and confident about and ashreinu matoiv chalkeinu about. And they're both there at the same time. So therefore, it's not a contradiction of person, even when there is a justification for me to be down. Because one part of me is not the way it should be, but at that same time, I should be very happy by the fact that I'm a, I'm a Jew. Just that. that. The fact that God gave me a neshama. And all the potential that the neshama has. And all the power that we have. And all of the good that we can accomplish. Once a person learns how to live with both of these truths, what will emerge is a gavaldika thing. Well, if there's a reason for me to be sad, my animal, my body, my unholiness, my past mistakes... 
And there's also a reason for me to have tremendous joy. I have a godly soul and, I, and God loves me and God shows me and God gave me the mitzvahs and I can turn the whole world over in a good way. Well, if there's a reason for happiness and a reason for sadness, which one will trump? You know which one will trump? The part of you that for you is more important. It was if I'm going to live a life, this is a truthful thing, and I, I'm both, but what is really for me more important is the lower part, is the physicality, is my body. If that becomes more important, then I'll be stuck. Because true that from the side of my neshama, there's a lot of reason to rejoice. But from the side of other lower parts of me, there are reasons not to be happy. And I give that a lot of importance, so I will have a problem experiencing joy. The goal and one of the paths of coming back to tremendous joy even after and sometimes only because I went through a period of Musar is because at the end of the day I will start to be'emes, put the spiritual side of myself in my mind as this is supreme. I'm going to elevate the, the spirit over the matter. And Al-Tarebbe says it's a very easy thing to do. You just think. Think about how everything of physicality decays and gets old and gets ugly and stinks and falls apart. And everything of the spirit is eternal. When you have two things in front of you and when one is obviously of superior quality, of course you will give it greater importance. So the end of Pedek Lamed Aleph concluded that, it, that when a person gives oneself musad, not only does it have the benefit of breaking oneself when needed, and you break your own klipa, it also breaks your klipa, like chemotherapy, you know, you kill, you kill, you, you kill, but you kill the bad also. So you broke it down, but now you have to rebuild yourself. When you will rebuild yourself, you're going to have a huge amount of simcha. Because you will indeed conclude, when you, when you look at yourself and you say, listen, there are parts of me that are not good. There are parts of me that are amazing and godly and holy. Good, so be selfish. So, so, so feel good about yourself, which means that you very deeply are going to be choosing the, the ruach over the geshem, the spirit over matter. And therefore, you're going to be filled with joy because mitzad my neshama, mitzad your neshama, we, we, we will always be with him. So the Alter Rebbe says, this now, Pedek Lamed Beis, leads us into the understanding of the mitzvah of the Yahaftah which is a Pasuk in Parshas Kedoshim, in which in Chazal we find two expressions that people mistakenly compare one to the other, when really they're two complete different statements. One came from an earlier Tana, the great Hillel, Hillel the Elder, and the other came from the great Tana, Rabbi Akiva, many generations later. Now, Rabbi Akiva, they were Chabad Hasidim proudly, and the, the Rebbe instituted in the 12 Psukim. One of them is Rabbi Akiva Oimer, so we are familiar that Rabbi Akiva Oimer, Zeklau Godel Batayda. That when it says, V'yohavta, Lereyacha, love your fellow Jew, Kamoicha, like you love yourself, says Rabbi Akiva, this is a great, a great principle in Taita. Rabbi Akiva is not saying this is the whole Taita. He's saying, Zehu klau dodol which, which allows, as it does, it acknowledges that there are other great klalim in the Torah. This is one of them. Now, what is the mitzvah of Aves Yisrael? Before we come back to the words of Rabbi Kiva. The mitzvah of Aves Yisrael, let's go back to the Rambam. It's always good to go back to the, to the Rambam. The Rambam applies and interprets this mitzvah to be a behavioral mitzvah. 
The Rambam Dafke does not include Ahavas Yisrael in the Chayvas Halavavis. Loving God is a mitzvah of feeling. The Torah says, V'yahavta es Hashem Olekecha. You got to love God. And there are very few exceptions where there's a mitzvah on a feeling. Ahavas Yisrael, even though the words are Ahavas Yisrael, Ahava is, sounds like a feeling. The Rambam says Ahavas Yisrael means behave towards your fellow as you would if you were to love him. Which is a very practical interpretation. Because God is not telling you love the Jews that you love. For that you don't have to be commanded. God is telling you love every reyach love every Jew. Let's be real. Can you love every Jew? And even if you could love every Jew, kamoicha, like you, beautiful words. How, how is that possible even? So the Rambam says, no, the, the Rambam is saying behave towards your fellow with a loving behavior. That you could do. And that's a klal gadol batayra, says Rabbi Kiva. Why is it a klal gadol batayra? Because one could rightfully say that all of the Torah is divided into two categories. Between man and man, between man and God. Ahavas Yisrael clearly is not between man and God. Ahavas Yisrael is not Ahavas Hashem, it's Ahavas Yisrael. So it's, it's a mitzvah in behavior. Kamaycha towards every Jew. Says Rabbi Kiva, this is a big klal because this incorporates in it all of the Ben Adam Lachaveres. However, the challenge is, is that many generations prior to Rabbi Kiva was Hillel. And when Hillel was speaking about the mitzvah of Avas Yisrael, his words are, as recorded in Gemara, he says, Zehu kol kula. This is the whole Torah. Now that's a problem. How was Avas Yisrael the whole Torah when it's only speaking about behavior between man and man? So it must be that according to Hillel, Havas Yisrael is not speaking about behavior. It's speaking about Kepshuta, you got an obligation to love your fellow Jew. And if we were to figure out, at least theoretically, how is it even possible for me to love every Jew the way I love myself, if I figure that out, I will realize that this is the whole title. Because the way to get there is not only connected to mitzvahs between man and man, but the way to get to loving, not behaving, behaving also, but more loving, loving is because, Dalte Rebbe says the following, you love yourself, that's in nature. We love ourselves. Some people don't acknowledge that. Some people also have from their lower self, uh, illness is that they hate themselves and they like to hurt themselves. And many people have that to one degree or the other. But that's coming from the animal soul. Let's speak about the godly soul. The godly soul loves itself. Not in a selfish way. But it loves itself. So the Altarebbe says like this. In the physical reality, and even in the spiritual reality, only one step above, um, above the tangible, which is, you know, the, the, animal, the animal soul world, you are you and I'm an I. You're Yigal Amavra. But as far as our neshama is concerned, the Jewish people have one soul. If I were to experience my neshama, if I were to identify myself with my neshama, then loving me means loving you as well. Because you are part of me and I'm part of you. Because we all come from one neshama. We are, we are really, in essence, one soul. So, so, so the Al-Tarebbe says, beautiful, that how is it, the 
the Torah didn't say v'yahavta l'reyacha. The Torah is saying v'yahavta l'reyacha kamoicha. It's not possible to love your fellow kamoicha only if you make, you identify yourself with your neshama. Not with your animal soul, not with your body, not that you ignore it. We're not crazy people, but that becomes secondary. It's, by, it's not, you know, instead of saying, I have a godly soul, if I say those words, what I am implying is, is that the I is not my soul. I have a godly soul. That's how all of us start out. That I who, that has a godly soul can never love Reyacha Kamaycha. It's impossible. It's just words. I can definitely behave towards you with love. I might even be able to love some people the way I love myself. Maybe. Have a great marriage. You'll love your wife and your kids. Maybe you'll love your parents. Halavai. But the Ahavto is only possible when instead of me thinking that I have a soul, you start thinking the opposite. That I have a body also. That I have an animal soul. Well, it's the I is my neshama. When Hillel went to eat, Hillel would say, I'm going to do a favor to my body. Well, it's my body. The my wasn't his body. The I was his neshama. But yes, in this world, the neshama has a lot of stuff. There's a, it has an animal soul and it has a body. And we have to acknowledge it and we have to feed it and we have to deal with it according to the laws of the Torah, etc. Ignoring that is, is a sin. But it's not the main I. I am my neshama. And if I am my neshama, I will love every Jew. It's mamish loving yourself. You're a part of me. I'm part of you. We're the same neshama. Putting the soul superior to the point that I identify myself as I'm my neshama, that is the entire Torah. Mamish, has, it, it's beyond Ben Adam Lechaveri. It, it expresses itself Ben Adam Lechaveri also. But that's also Ben Adam Lamakim. That's the ultimate Ben Adam Lamakim. Because the ultimate, what's the neshama of my neshama? What's the neshama of, of our neshama? God. It's the greatest acknowledgement of God. Ben Adam Lamakim. So Hillel indeed can say that Zehu kol kula. In other words, when a Jew will be able to be joyful in spite of needing the prescription bitter medicine, the chemotherapy of Prakim Chavtes and Lamed. And everything I thought about in Chavtes and Lamed is emes. I'm takaloli and I did sins in the past and I'm in a lowly state and I should be bitter about that. At the same time, I could manage and I should manage and I will manage to be joyful because that part of me which is lowly is not my main part. And we can all deal with that. Everyone says that. That's what, I know I'm not perfect, but I'm good enough. When people feel that they're good enough, right? they don't elude themselves that I'm the tzaddik. I'm not a tzaddik, right? but generally I'm a good guy. Just word it differently. Even though, yes, I'm not perfect. Our lower side is not perfect. And far from that. But we're Jews. And that's the Iker, then you'll be automatically besimcha. That will be the way that we will really achieve Avos Yisrael, because if, my, if I will be truthful to this acknowledgement, if I will experience this acknowledgement, that my Iker is my Neshama, I will love you mamish the way I love me. Because me and you are the same Neshama. Then the Altarebbe today, in the last, the end of Perek Lamed Beis, goes in through something important that we find. It's a Gemara Masechta Psachim. It's an amazing Gemara. The Gemara speaks about a guy, Tuvia. That Tuvia sent 
He had a, 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 a non-permitted sexual relation. And Zigud witnessed it. And in a base then, you don't, you, not, you don't rely on one person for such an, uh, such an action. So Zigud went to the Beisden, I think it was Rav Papa, and he tells Rav Papa, Tuvia sinned. So Rav Papa flogged Zigud. So Zigud says, Tuvia chata, the Zigud mangid, the other guy sinned and I'm getting beaten. Rav Papa said, yeah. He says, you didn't have Adam. So you coming to court, you stamba, smearing him for no purpose, for smearing the name of your fellow, you should get Malchus. Oh, so there the Gemara says, even though Zigut, the point here is it says in the Chumash that Kisira Chamoir Soinacha, if you see the donkey of your enemy, Soinacha, that is crouching under its load, etc. So the Gemara says, who is your Soinacha? Who are we talking about? If it's a, if Kisira Chamoir Soinacha, it's not speaking about a Nanju. It's Zikr speaking about a Yid. If it's a Jew, how can you say the word Soinacha? The Torah says, if you see the donkey of your enemy, how can a Jew be your enemy? So the Gemara answer is in this case, that you know your fellow sinned. You're not allowed to take him to Basin. You're not even allowed to speak about it. Because for what purpose? But you have to hate him. So we do find, and the trader acknowledges that. It's a real, you, you know your friend sinned, hate him. So how can the, you say that you have to love every Jew? Mamish, Kamaycha. Did we find in Chazal that there is a, a scenario where you should mitzvah to hate your fellow Jew? Before the answer of the Alter Rebbe, when the previous Rebbe came to America, and he was the one that introduced into this new world the whole idea that you got to love every Jew, and even if they're not observant, and to really love them, which was then not so... Uh, many pockets amongst the Jewish people did not know how to deal with that. So someone asked the Friedrich Rebbe, that it says in Shulchan Aruch, regarding these dinim, that if a Jew, you know, is not observant, sometimes it's a mitzvah to hate him. So the Friedrich Rebbe told him that those dinam are written mamish at the end, the last, these are the last halachas in the whole Shulchan Aruch. So the Friedrich Rebbe told him, if you were to keep the whole Erechayim and the whole Levin Ezra, and, and, and you come to that. No, that's an answer that the Friedrich Rebbe gave to him. The Alter Rebbe in Tanya is telling you the emes. The emes is like this, that first of all, the mitzvah to hate your fellow is only if he's on the same exact spiritual level like you. If he's either greater than you, which means he has a greater animal soul, which means that his sin is not related to you. You can't identify with that. You're not allowed to hate him. And if he's on a lower level than you, on any, on any way, he didn't have the same background, he wasn't inspired as a child, then again, you're not allowed to hate him. That's number one. It's very limited. In the case of Tuvi and Zigo, they were mamash chaveirim. So they grew up together, they came from the same background, they came from the same yeshiva, they had the same temptations, and one guy failed. And even over there, the Alter Rebbe says, Al Pihalacha, you are only allowed to hate him if first you gave him Musr. First you, you had some words with him. And he did not accept it. And by the way, if you give someone Musr and they don't accept it, that means you didn't speak to them the Musr properly. Because Dvarim Hayyotsim in Alev, Nachnasim in Alev. So if you talk down to someone, that's not called giving Musr. If you know how to, how, to, how, to, how to reproach someone by coming to them and by really loving them, and speaking to them out of care, not out of aha, not speaking down, then it always enters the person. If he's like you, betoido mitzvahs, which is, which is an unusual scenario, and you really gave him what, and he didn't accept it, only then is it a mitzvah to hate. And even there, the Alter Rebbe says, it's only a mitzvah to hate the sin that he did, 
not a mitzvah to hate him. At the same time that you hate the action that he did, you still are obligated to love him because he's an neshama. And on top of that, and on top of that, the Alter Rebbe adds that there's also another mitzvah to have Rachmanes on him. And the Alter Rebbe interprets the Pasuk, Yaakov Asher Pada Es Avraham. That there's a time that Jacob redeems Avraham, which means that there's a time for Chesed, there's a time for Yitzchak, which is the Gevura, to the extreme is that in a certain rare scenario, it's a mitzvah for you to hate the behavior that, that your fellow equal to you did and did not accept your Musr. Even when you hate his action, first of all, you love his neshama. And on top of that, you have Rachmanus on him. And the Rachmanus you will have on him will also help that Jew redeem himself. And therefore coming back, that Avas Yisrael, not behavioral, but really loving all your fellow, every Jew, the way you love yourself, which is a possibility for people like us. As long as we see ourselves as Be'ikr, I'm a godly soul. And when I look at you, I should see, the al expects this from us, when I'm looking at you, I'm seeing a piece of godliness. Now the clothing of the godliness, not by me is perfect, nor by you, by most people is perfect, but so what? That's only the garments. Right? You don't judge a person by the garment. Hopefully, you look at the person, you see the person. If you see the person as a neshama, then the Alter Rebbe says, that's the klal gadol batayda, making the neshama, the ikr, and everything else only as secondary.